53% of the American workforce is female. Three generations of women that turned a thousand years of tradition on its ear. As little girls, they were told to grow up and marry doctors and lawyers. Instead, they grew up and became doctors and lawyers. They moved out of the pink ghetto and into the executive suite. Sociologists say the new working woman is a phenomenon of our time. Take J.C. Wyatt, for example. Graduated first in her class at Yale, got her MBA at Harvard, has a corner office at the corner of 58th and Park. She works five to nine. She makes six figures a year, and they call her the Tiger Lady. Married to her job, she lives with an investment banker married to his. They collect African art, co-own their co-op, and have separate but equal IRA accounts. One would take it for granted that a woman like this has it all. One must never take anything for granted. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to the show. Boys and girls, everybody out there listening, once again, my name is Pete. And I'm Scott. And this is... Are the Movies That Made Us Gay. Welcome back. Oh, we have a good one today. Welcome back to the show, everybody. We've got a great movie for you, just like Scott said. Uh, we have a very special guest. Very special guest. Scott, uh, introduce our friend. Friend of the pod and very close and dear friend to both me and Pete, oh. Moran Claussen. Oh, Yay. hello. Hello, Moran. Hello. How are you? I'm good. How are you guys today? We're doing good. Doing and, well. And you brought a little guest. I did. With us I brought a three-month-old guest <laughs> who's drooling oh. all over my hand. As they do. His which name is, fine. is August, Augie, and he's very cute. And yes. the perfect guest to <laughs> yes. talk about 1987's Baby Boom yes. with Diane Indeed. Keaton. He's seen it. <gasps> Has he? Has some opinions. Oh, it's his favorite mm-hmm. movie. Directed by Charles Shire and written by his wife, Nancy Myers. Did you know this is an early Nancy Myers movie? I did. Yep. And wife at the time. At the They're time. They're not married anymore. They divorced okay. right after they made The Parent Trap. Oh. I heard that they broke up on The Parent Trap. Oh, geez. That's funny. It. Yeah. Was it Lindsay's fault? I mean, I hope not. We wouldn't tell her, but <laughs> maybe probably. Dina's. Maybe the, yeah, I think D- Dina was. But yeah, um, baby boom. Not quite an obvious choice for this podcast, Mm-mm, but I, I was wondering. feel is perfect because Diane Keaton. I think that you could argue is a gay icon. Would you? Would I you agree? Would, yeah. She always had that sort of ambiguous thing going on, I thought. Sure. Kind of an accidental lesbian style icon, too. Oh, I'd say all all sex icon. I, I agree. I feel she, like sometimes I put myself together and uh, I'm giving myself some Annie Hall feelings when I'm uh, when I'm getting myself dressed and ready and ready for the day. Um, I, I feel like, yeah, well, not an obvious uh, gay icon. <laughs> Work, yes, work, Diane. Work, Diane. Work, <laughs> work, a Diane. But you know, hey, she, there's a there's a lot of stuff in here that we're gonna that we're gonna unfold and and we've got a, and we've got lots of lots of voices that are gonna help us out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Augie has a lot to say. Quiet, he you. Does. Oh, it's okay. He's like positioned okay. right on Moran's lap too. Oh, look at that, baby. He was good, and then no joke, that music came I know, on, seriously. and he was like. He was like nope. Nope. Not 
Not this 80s saxophone <laughs> intro. <laughs> he could... I think he wants. I think he wants to watch Baby Boom. We've got like we've got the VHS here. We've got tons of other v- VHS uh, true. films as well. We could. What 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 movies do babies like that we have on VHS? Teen Witch. Will he will he enjoy that movie? No. Enjoy Teen Witch. Will, will, uh, we have the entire. Maybe. Just that. Just that rap. Oh, yeah. the, the, the top that. Yeah. Top we could that. just yeah mm-hmm. just I'm keep hot. rewinding top that. What else do we have on VHS that he might like? Brazil. Ooh, Time Bandits. There's a kid <laughs> in that. And dwarfs. The Adventures of Baron Munchausen. <laughs> We've got the whole Terry Gilliam collection. So yeah, he um, loves Terry Gilliam. So this was a movie that I remember watching on cable a lot when I was a kid and really mm-hmm. enjoying. Same. Would yeah. you agree? Did you used to watch oh, yeah. it a lot as a kid? Yeah, and then it was so good that we bought it on VHS. We we <laughs> saved the uh, the top the top layer for just the ones to buy on. Oh, VHS. sure, sure, yeah, yeah. yeah. If yeah. we liked it. Then we bought it. Then you bought it. Otherwise, you're I don't just know. Like, where it. did we used to buy VHS tapes? I get yeah. And find Baby Boom. The mall, buy Suncoast, the mall. Sam Goody. Yeah. Yeah. Is there a Best Buy in the early no. 90s that you can no. get them from? No. No, we would have to go like Suncoast gifts at the mall, the, the grocery warehouse. stores. Occasionally, only like the top hits. Yeah. I mean, there was al- there's always your Target. Yeah, yeah. That was always your your outlet for uh, for somehow. your VHS purchases. We had it. Yeah, we would, but we would tape a lot of movies off off a of cable, and then yeah. it was like, yeah, like the real the real gems that we that mm-hmm. we buy. Um, I did not grow up watching Baby Boom a you lot. Did not. What did you think of this? It? Was my first viewing of it. Wow. But I could, see, and I don't know what it was to me that kind of kept me away because this is the type of movie that I would have watched over and over again, and I feel like had I seen it. As a kid, I would have been obsessed and I would have watched it a million times. It's very satisfying to see a movie when you're a kid about a career woman. What can I say? Yes. I mean, you know me and big business. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. that is... I, I've, Sweeping shots of New York City I've, with music playing. I've <laughs> modeled my my adult career persona after Bette Midler in big business. but um, So I do, I do like a woman in a tailored 80s business suit. Um, this also was part of the... Uh, mid 80s like baby fascination a lot of baby movies in the late 80s it's true well not just baby movies but also like people not knowing how to act or touch or Hold do children anything. yeah just like the three men and a baby you know montages of putting yeah, babies in diapers the shtick with the diapers yeah picking up the baby and the that diaper was, falling off yeah and you got the bear all of the hijinks with yeah. the pee and poo that oh can man happen. yeah i feel like we got a lot did we get that in uh look who's talking look who's probably talking. some of that definitely three men and a, and three a little baby. baby yeah um mr mom yeah gosh i love mr a mom. lot of really good mr. Um, mom's really good <laughs> And that one was more like, look at this man trying to take know, care of a baby. Look at this man trying to take care of a baby. Well, isn't there? Isn't that something like, I think it's in the IMDb trivia or something, but somebody kind of noting that if this movie were made like 10 years prior to when it was made, then it would have been a man inheriting the baby and those hijinks. Mm-hmm. And that yeah. kind of what was the story of, of Mr. Mom. But in this one, it's... And she, in the voiceover makes note of it at the beginning like the female like executive or the female in the workforce was still pretty new mm-hmm. at that time not i guess not just being like secretaries and teachers and things 
And so being like it, it had to be new because all the talk in there about yeah. like having it all and you can't just like her boss literally telling her you cannot have it all. Yeah. I'm going to promote you, but just understand, don't even think about getting married. Yeah. So we should, uh, which now seems ridiculous. It's yeah. like, it doesn't really take any more energy to be married. Yeah. Right. So we should probably talk about when we were first introduced to JC. And I love that you don't really know her first name. It's just initials. It's just JC. Sure. It's um, jo- Joanna Christina. Too many so syllables. when we That's first meet JC, this woman seems pretty awful. Does she? Okay, so, so me not having se- not having seen this movie, first few scenes, I'm just like f her. She can go right to hell because all she's doing is being rude to her. She's sweet secretary Mary Gross. Oh yeah, <laughs> Mary Gross. M- movies that made us gay all star. This is her second yeah, time around. Yeah, she was in uh, True Beverly Hills. Beverly Hills. Her and assistant, she's also in big business. Which her I assistant, oh, yeah. uh, <laughs> playing the same role, said that she had uh, symphony or ballet tickets that she's been waiting for yeah, months for. And mm-hmm. and she's like, with Too a bad. look though, with a look, yeah, she gets just her like, to nope. say, okay, yeah, you're not and going that's to that. What you got to do. Yeah. Her nickname is the Tiger Lady. Yeah. yeah. And I, I can I say at the very beginning, I was not sure that I was going to come around to CJ. I was like, she is being horrible to her underlings. To her minions, and I don't know if I'm gonna buy this whole like I don't, I this don't whole, like babies. This whole baby journey that she goes on. Yeah, I, feel, well, I she felt like it was work, gonna be a long road. She does work but. seventy to eighty hours a week, which holy shit! Yeah, seventy to eighty hours a week. Yeah, and the voiceover for, lady said, "She, I mean, I'm sure it was a joke, but she said five to nine. She works yeah. five to nine. Even five for, to nine p.m. Even for a workaholic, that's a lot. Mm-hmm. Crazy." Crazy. And I guess that she works in branding, advertising. Yeah. It's unclear, but kind of, yeah. It's they just, have accounts, so. Yeah. I, I yeah, it's. The food it circus seem, account, yeah. yeah. What is that? That's it? not food circus, that's mama's family. <laughs> <laughs> the food chain. Food chain. The food chain is her big account. But can Diane Keaton have it all? That's the big question of this movie. Well, the answer is no. He told her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, you do you cannot. have that clip? <laughs> uh, I do. Oh, yeah. And she actually says she doesn't want it all. Play that close enough. Look, you know that normally I don't think of you as a woman. What? But in this case, I do have to look at you as a woman slash partner. I mean, what if you and Stephen decide to get married somewhere down the line? I mean, what if he expects a wife? First of all, may I? Mm. Stephen and I are not getting married. And secondly, you know how we are. We both eat, sleep, and dream our work. That's why we're together. Fritz, I understand what it takes to make it. But do you understand the sacrifices you're going to have to make? I mean, a man can be a success and still have a personal life, a full personal life. My wife is there for me whenever I need her. I mean, she raises the kids, she decorates, she... (laughs) What the hell she does? (laughs) But she takes care of things. I guess... What, what I'm saying is, I'm lucky. I can have it all. Is that what you're worried about? Forget it. I don't want it all. I don't know about this message. Ouch. Right <laughs> to her face. Yeah, but she says she doesn't want it all. I know, but but he, he tells her you can't have it all. Yeah. Well, he's also assuming that he has it all. Right. Mm-hmm. He's saying, I can have it all. Yeah. Because... I don't do anything at home. Yeah. And it's like, 
And he later on tells her, I don't even know my grandkids' names. Right. Mm-hmm. So he doesn't have it all either right. because he's like... He's mistaken. Yeah, he's ignoring his family. His kids are probably all on drugs. Yeah. They hate their And they're going to blame everything on him, yeah. rightly. Absentee father. Yeah. Yeah. So he doesn't have it all. So he's so he's screwed up, too. I love that I have in my notes, Diane Keaton is 40 years old. No, I thought that, too, because I was like, old. he's asking if she's going to yep. have a kid, and I'm like... Her teeth look pretty. Right. I don't know. Was she a smoker? I feel bad she like had, saying that. But I mean, she Maybe. had to have been a smoker because. Yeah, and I looked it up. I was like, "How old is she in this?" Because. And she was like 40, 41, right? Yeah. At the time of making this movie, and she had to have been a smoker because her skin was not great mm-hmm. for that age. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I think she had smoker teeth. Also, um, forty in the eighties probably looked a yeah. little different than yeah. forty yeah, now. Yeah, for too. sure. And I mean, she she looks great, like compared yeah, to no, other yeah, forty-year-olds sure. in the eighties. But like, yeah. So uh, I do want to talk about her uh, her home life and her uh, relationship, her boring relationship that she has with with Egon from from the Ghostbusters. One and of the uh, rare things that uh, Harold Ramis did that he didn't write, too. Yeah, yeah. He I usually guess writes he and produces all of his own stuff. Act a lot, especially after a yeah. certain point. Yeah, he didn't have to, man. Was, had a Ghostbusters two come out yet? No, not yet. This is after this. Eighty nine is Ghostbusters mm. two. Yeah, he took that. That face mask off really quick, though. Did you he notice does. that when he that puts gr- on the face mask? <laughs> yeah, and when they're dried like that, it takes a while. That's what I thought. He walked in there. He's like, I'm going to go take this face mask mm-hmm. off. We'll walks out two yeah. seconds later. I love he when might he have had a steam towel waiting. There you go. I love because when he says he to her. he is that much of a yuppie. I, <laughs> love the, I, I love when he says to her, want to make love. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and she's like, are you serious? Cut to three minutes later. Yeah. <laughs> so okay. I remember that. As a kid, like yeah. looking and being like, okay, they're making a joke because it was really short. Right. And so you shouldn't have short sex. Right. Like, mm-hmm. Note Very to long. my six-year-old self. <laughs> Got it. Sexual escapades in the future yeah. must be at least five minutes. Yeah, must find a man. Who <laughs> <laughs> could last a long time. At least ten. So the circumstances <laughs> where they get this baby. Yes. Does this happen in real life, do you think? I suppose it could. Yeah, I guess. I, I think guess you can inherit babies. You know, when you fill out like a life insurance yeah, form, like yeah. they they pretty much make you say and if uh and if your child is left child like mm-hmm. fo- uh, parentless, parentless or whatever. Did then you guys do that for your babies? It? Uh, not officially. This baby's fresh writing. out of the oven. Look at him. Yeah. I mean, you never know. But we I are on. No, I know, and uh, we are somebody else's uh, go-to. Oh, really? We're listed on oh, somebody dear. else's. Wow, mm-hmm. that's cool. Yeah. So it's we a don't cousin. Have that. It's Nobody a cousin that she that she has only met since she was a kid, and it's the and she's the cousin's only living relative. She's the only correct? next of kin. Yes. Mm-hmm. So that's why they probably didn't have anybody, and so they were like, okay, well, this broad. Is alive and family. So, but I love that this woman, this like British woman. I mean, I guess the cousin was living in England this whole time because yeah. the woman comes and is clearly and, like. British. And Diane Keaton doesn't really understand going into it. No, she she can't hear him on the phone because it's an overseas yep. call. Yes, there you go. And I remember him like mentioning like it sounds like it's overseas, and that really takes you back to being like yeah pre <laughs> cell phone yeah. days when. When you could tell that somebody was yeah, far, far away, away on the phone. Probably a long delay on the phone. Yeah, and so she's just knowing that she inherits something. Yeah, all she heard was inherit. So that's what she goes. And she's and she's kind of like, I mean, I don't know how else you would be. I, maybe I would be the same way if they were like, come to the airport to collect your inheritance. 
Because she's like, what is it, a million dollars? You just assume that it's cash. I like it when he's like, so what do you think it is? Like a large sum or whatever? And she's like, oh, pull, yeah, my family, come on. Yeah, I don't. I didn't understand what that meant. Does that mean duh? I think it's it means be a like lot of she, money? yeah, like or, she okay. comes from a lot of money. Okay, but then she calls it. She calls it like a pin, doesn't she? Is there like a a term for? Yeah, she does. It's not she a does grand. Some it's weird, something yeah, else. Yeah, a pin. That's true. What is what is that? I didn't I know, know what it meant. Not like a briefcase full of gold bars or anything. <laughs> yeah, bullion. <laughs> shorthand term. So for she gets handed off this baby at the airport. Yeah. And she is handling this baby like she's never seen one before. She's manhandling the baby. And like, this baby is passed off like luggage, too. She is. And she is finely dressed. Uh, oh, the white Which tights over the diaper. Which would be an issue, yeah. but I was like, okay, she's English, sure. and they just have like nicer clothes. Yeah. Also in the 80s, too, like you would put baby like baby girls in white tights. Oh, yeah, I wore that. And shoes and all that. Yeah, over the diaper. Yeah, over the diaper. Um, but yeah, I was worried. I was like, "Is this a stunt baby? Is that like a man? Was that, is that a doll?" They were handling that baby that way too. I was worried that that oh, baby's when she's arms, got her like that arm under her come arm. Out of yeah. Really, yeah. Uh, I do have just. I have a little bit of audio from her getting the baby at the airport. Doesn't? Yeah. There's some weird dialogue in there. Have a listen, everybody. What? Wait a minute now. I uh. Are you telling me that I inherited a baby from a cousin I haven't seen since 1954? No, no, no way. Uh-uh. This is impossible. I'm sorry. I assumed mm-hmm. you understood the nature of well, my trip. Well, you see, that's the funny thing. I can't have a baby because I have a 12:30 lunch meeting. I'm sorry. I have to reboard. I'm on my way to visit relatives in Florida. Now, Elizabeth, this is your Aunt JC, the one I was telling you about. You're going to live with her now, and she's going to take care of you and love you very much. Mrs. Atwood, here are her things. Uh, in there, I, 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 and a copy of the works, Will and Elizabeth's passport yes, and well, her Mrs. Atwood, I'm not the right sort of person for You're this. the only person, Miss White. She's a very agreeable child, you'll see. Once you get the hang of it, I'm sure you'll be a wonderful mother. I don't... I... Now, I know everything works out in the end, but I feel like this woman is not doing a great job. The one that oh. hands off baby Elizabeth. Here's yeah. the baby. I, I've got things to do. She's I got very to agreeable. Catch. Yes. Yeah. I mean, I mean, this isn't like a dog. <laughs> she knew nothing yeah. about You know nothing CJ. about this woman. Yeah. What if CJ is like you actually to, unfit? You don't have to be vetted by a by like a a child protective service or something. I mean, I guess it's, if it's an inheritance thing, but it's not. She's not like a piano. It's a kid. Like <laughs> it's I not think, quite like you're inheriting property. Yeah, yeah, I think like there would be some sort of like child services aspect to it. Yeah, but, and know. a handoff at an airport. That's so unusual. Yeah. Well, even like another thing that shows you how it used to be that you're like, oh, interesting. She can just go like right as she exits the plane. Yeah, I noticed that too. Hand off a child. Like, yeah, yeah, this is this pre-9-11 world where you could just go walk right up to the gate Yeah, and just people are exiting and, the plane. And get your baby. And yeah. then walk out with the baby. <laughs> yeah. Convenience for everyone. Yeah, no pass. There would be so much paperwork involved. Oh, goodness. And she does yeah. have some paperwork. But, but like... Yeah, she had the will and that was it. Sign here. Yeah. For so, this healthy white baby. <laughs> that's what no, that's what I said. Healthy white baby. When, no, that's what I said when she was like <laughs> yeah. uh what did I say we were watching the movie and 
They were worried. I I think the couple was worried about it being a girl. Yeah, they're all mad. Yeah, but I was. But she. Okay. Well, so she's like, oh, we'll find a home. We'll for find this a home baby. for the baby. Yeah, and and that, you're like, yeah, yeah that's of course you. Yep. <laughs> she baby's white. There'll be plenty of plenty of parents wanting her. But yeah, this leads us to a whole montage. This movie's paced very leisurely. I, have to I say. watching it again, I was like. It is taking forever to get to Vermont. Yeah. Like, I remember Vermont happening pretty soon. And that's what Scott said. He said those are the scenes mm-hmm. that he remembers. These, those yeah. are the scenes that I really remember. I didn't even also, realize we had to get there. Also, you guys, this movie is written by Nancy Myers. And right. If you, oh, goodness. If you've never seen a Nancy Myers movie, ladies and gentlemen, she did, she did like, The Holiday, Something's Gotta Give, The Parent Trap. Her movies oh. have, like, nine acts in them. Yeah. Yeah. And, I, are always, and always run over... Two hours and 15 yeah. minutes. So like Judd Apatow went to the Nancy Myers School of Screenwriting. Yes. <laughs> it's way too late. You just pull out full subplots. Yeah, this, this movie's very leisurely paced. We've got a lot of shenanigans with uh, electrical tape on yeah, the diaper. Yeah, on the diaper. Weighing a baby at like the grocery store. I like that was done with like a, uh, <laughs> you know, it had that air of like an, infomercial where it's like this yes. was so hard this is the She's wrong way to do the it the wrong way yeah yeah <laughs> there's also i did think i did think weighing the baby at the supermarket was very cute um but uh and a good idea in a pinch it, right i mean you don't know how you don't know what size diaper to get that's my mm. thing it's like i i, I guess when you people got ask a baby, me how much my babies weigh i'm like yeah. i don't know this, uh, More than ten pounds, yeah. less than thirty. Just handed to the person that sack mu- of potatoes. That, I don't that know. Much. <laughs> um, what I did enjoy, and this is where I thought, come on, these are two full-grown adult people working real, probably very difficult jobs, and they hand the baby this plate of like gourmet pasta mm-hmm. with like shaved parmesan yeah. like, and no utensils. Top. No. What did although, they expect? Although there was the baby holding the knife in that scene. Did you notice that? Oh, the baby. No. It was a butter knife. Oh. Yeah. But she did have a butter knife in her hand. As they handed her a plate of to pasta. To eat spaghetti with? She's got a butter knife in her hand. Okay. All right. Come on, people. This is, yeah. That's all for comedy's sake. So when's the moment that Diane Keaton really bonds with the baby? Because it's when she gets sick. It's when she gets sick. Oh, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is a real thing. They get so cute and needy <laughs> when they're sick. You feel bad because you're like, I love this. Yeah. <laughs> this child is but relying I know on me. You feel terrible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, she gets a fever and, you know, she solves the problem. And I think she feels, you know, and like she, it's a vulnerable. As a character, sure. has already spoken with the adoption aid agency she fully intends to put this child up for adoption yeah but once she gets there and she gets the call right after the baby gets sick the morning after the baby she goes and she can't do it and there's this great swelling music moment and diane keaton i love how she plays the scene she did really good that she can't give up this baby yeah Yeah. because she walks outside and she's trying to be that like person like choosing the life that she had and she right. almost and you can of, see it i feel like she kind Dan of Keaton almost really treats yeah, it as a business sure. transaction at the beginning when she says yeah. goodbye yeah and then when she walks away she shakes the baby's hand yeah she, when she walks away <laughs> you kind of see it on her face that yeah. she can't do it yeah 
Yeah. Well, bef- the day before, I guess after the baby got sick, she bought her like all those toys, toys and stuff. Well, you know, like when she did go to the adoption agency, I really liked that bit where she was like, "Guilt? Oh, come yeah. on!" Like <laughs> she puts the sunglasses on yeah. and like hide her face, and she's like, "Guilt is not in my vocabulary." Yeah. And then because she was like trying to explain away $1, why dollars worth of toys. Yeah. Yeah, in the back of Schwartz. New York cab. F.A.O. Schwartz, yeah, Scott mentioned that too. So I am from a small town and I never remember uh, a storefront of them. Well, Did you I guys mean, ever go into a store? No, they didn't. Ha- they w- I went into the F.A.O. Schwartz. Yeah, I went into the, the I one was, in uh, New York. Yeah, did they have, went to New York. Do they have other locations besides the New York one? There was one in the Glendale Galleria for about 10 years. Mm-hmm. But that was a big deal because it wasn't like yeah we didn't have one. it wasn't like Toys R Us where they just had one in every town. It was like I think it was it was like a big deal that it was this New York store, this mm-hmm. Manhattan store, and then they had I'm sure they probably had one in like Beverly Hills or something. But there was one in the Glendale Galleria in like, um, it was still there when Episode One came out because I remember uh, being in there and they had a whole Star Wars toy section and they had a little TV with VCR playing the trailer for Episode One on a loop. Mm. And standing in there being very excited for that. So that was probably the last year that it was there. Um, but yes, yeah, so she bought, buys all these toys. But then she goes and uh, meets like this weird couple. These like Duggars. Kind yeah. of. Like, yeah. What are they doing yeah. in New York And they City? wanted a boy. Are, yeah. Because are they're, they there? they're going back to Bismarck. Yeah. Is it yeah. Bismarck? Or no, no. Duluth. 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 There you go. Where's Duluth? Duluth is in Iowa? North Dakota. Oh. Is it is Don't you remember that? Don't you remember that capital? line from Sleepless in Seattle? <laughs> oh, yeah. All right. I'm freaking, uh, am I Meg Ryan? <laughs> yeah. And Bill Pullman's like, Duluth. That's in North Dakota. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. It's the it's the scene where uh, they're listening over the radio. And he catches her in the broom closet. Right. Listening. And she's making it. Yeah, she's so like, did, in Duluth. So did this couple go to New York with the express purpose of getting a white boy baby? I don't know. We're putting white on them. We're just, yeah. You know, <laughs> they fit the, you know, the angle of a story. But yeah, in reality, that's the least believable she thing. Yeah. She couldn't, she couldn't hand these. off these babies to these yokels. Yeah. Yeah. These well, American Gothic yes. farmers and that's, I guess, making their way and finding this office in New York City to pick up a baby. Yeah. To just immediately and say, And saying, well, no, we don't want those toys. No. And we're going to, we're going to put her in a drab dress ASAP. <laughs> till the fields yes but then when diane keaton is explaining to egon why she kept the baby she was like oh i had i had flashes of her wearing frosted lipstick yeah, and, and a, a dairy, a dairy queen, queen uniform. Uniform. you have that clip it's good i do have that clip do you want to hear that yeah okay this is this is her uh okay but the justifying thing about, the thing the about this is this huge moment for her character and she's like you know what? I've decided I'm not going to give the baby up for adoption. I'm going to keep the baby. Lots of women do it. Lots of women do it. It's fine. Ethel Kennedy? And what does Egon do? Freaking dumps her. Yeah, it's pretty he's, awful. You know, he's he's admitting it. He's being honest. But also, he gets off the train. He's only been gone like two days, yeah. three days. And he's like, you didn't get rid of that baby yeah. yet? Like, okay, I'm sorry. It's hard to get rid of yeah, a baby. What you, she can just like hand it off. Yeah, I feel like these two people just I don't understand their like where they're coming from. These self these self absorbed very self involved. But I mean, okay, granted they're not married, but they co own their co op. Yeah, which is 
like marriage. Yeah, they own an apartment together. And I do, oh, well, let's listen to the clip and then we'll we'll talk about what happens afterwards. So that is, here we go. I just couldn't hand her over to a woman who called her husband sir. It gave me the chills. Her whole life flashed before me and suddenly I saw her in frosted lipstick wearing a Dairy Queen uniform. Oh, look, JC. Anyway, Stephen, I can handle it. I really can. A lot of working women do it. Eleanor Roosevelt, Jane Pauley, Ethel Kennedy. Ethel Kennedy? Ethel. All right, so she doesn't work, but a lot of people do it. I just don't think you know what you're getting into. You have no right, experience. My mother had a doctorate in parenting and learned. I'm telling you, you should see me die for now. I am so totally brilliant at it. I appreciate what you're going through. I do. But for me, I just... Go ahead. I just... You can be honest. You what? I just... No? I can't. Okay. And that's it. Having a baby means having to do a lot of sacrifices... Yeah, that's sacrifice number one, Egon Spangler. Yeah, and he's just like, and he just says, "I can't," and she says, "What did she say?" She's like, "Okay, no, right, no." Well, he's like shaking his head. Yeah, because he doesn't want to say it, and she's like, "No." Yeah, no. Like, all yeah, right. And then that's it. And then they just all right. Well, get your stuff and get out of here. But what I did notice when they are packing up Egon's stuff is that they take the dining room table. And leave the chairs. Interesting. Because when they were buying furniture, they split everything down the middle. Oh. And he was like, well, I'll get the table. And she's like, okay, well, I'll get the chairs. And that's the kind of relationship, like, that's the kind of stuff that they did as this, like, egalitarian, like, you know, he wasn't going to buy. I'll get the table and you get the chairs. Yeah. And he wasn't going to. And they bought all the African art. But, like, I don't know. Maybe he took half of it. I didn't notice that. But. I just thought that was a very interesting character beat. It's very, I think that's very like, uh, I think that may have been like a new thing in the eighties or for like a, or for like a, a working woman. And I think that was probably very Nancy Myers to be like, leave the chair. So we have the shot of her standing, holding the baby with six chairs, but no, at no yeah. table, you know? And, yeah, and I didn't he's, pick up on that. yeah. And he's the kind of guy that took the table, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. with, and Even with no chairs. he's going to have yeah. to find and chairs that match, which is pretty difficult. Exactly. Just leave it, you know? But they were so down the middle. So they're the kind of couple that, like, would, sp- like, calculate, like, tips and stuff when they would go out to eat. Never just be like, well, I'll just get it this time. Yeah. You know, they always would, like, split everything just because that's that's their character or whatever. But so now we've got... Now we got CJ in a half furnished <laughs> apartment. It's JC. Yeah, JC. Oh, JC Wyatt. CJ. I like that better. That rolls off the yeah. JC's. Like, I don't know. I don't like it. Nancy Myers. I'm gonna get on the phone. But yeah, I mean, but realistically, <laughs> this is the kind of um, these are the kind of sacrifices that a, a career woman in New York would have had having a kid well, and then it begins to affect her job because or, she's given. You know, like any woman who like lots of times women get in relationships and the man will say i don't want kids yeah mm-hmm. yeah and, and what do you then do? Do you they go get to forward? a point where you're like yeah. okay well i do sort of want kids yeah. so they're like maybe we should have kids and lots of times they do end up having kids but yeah you know harold ramus is like no yeah because you wouldn't i like, didn't want this i feel like if you're in a, in a relationship and you have that conversation and the person's like i don't want kids it's like well do you just break up right then and there because yeah. of that you know it's like Maybe, but lots of times I find like 
the other person will be like, he'll change his mind. Yeah, or exactly. she'll change his mind. Exactly, change your mind. So I and think, then when they don't, they're like, oh, I guess she's serious yeah. about that. But the two of them probably said, no, neither one of us want kids, right. so we're fine. I guess she's just strictly on that pill. Yeah. Till uh, till she doesn't need it <laughs> anymore. <laughs> <laughs> which is soon because he did say something about her biological clock, which I love. Yeah. Her biological clock ticking. That's a very 80s movie. Talking about biological clocks. I mean, she is over 40. She is, I mean, yeah, that's a uh, high risk pregnancy at this point. <laughs> He's just flailing. We could take turns. Pass him off. <laughs> And now you sit on my lap. So I really just want to cut. I really just want to cut to the Vermont scenes. No, I know. Uh, we well, can okay. wrap up like what can, happens we, in New York. So yeah, she's having trouble with her job, and there's the um, the James Spader character that's sort of Evil eyeing Andrew in McCarthy. on yes. her account. Well, okay. So has. here's so here's my thing. As someone who hadn't seen the movie, I'm just like, and again, this movie's very leisurely paced. So I'm thinking, they got James Spader for a reason. Because of how are they going to use the early yeah, scenes it? Was in this deep movie, enough into the eighties yeah. that he's and also yeah. he uh, was just very much just kind of around and just he like barely there. speaks. He barely speaks until he horns in on her on the food chain. Nineteen eighty-seven, yeah. the year that Mankin came out. Also, yeah, he had he a busy, busy. nineteen eighty-seven. Yeah, making baby boom. He was like he was like greasing up that hair, putting in that hard yeah, part, and running over to the, to the mannequin set. And then just getting like yeah, just like blow drying it. So, so it's he so natural he essentially movie. ends up getting a promotion over her, right? Yes, he, he takes he her account. Takes, her account. He takes the yeah. account. Um, and I'm he doesn't become a partner. I think no, he's too yeah. young yeah. for that. Yeah. But um, they've also decided pretty much not to make her a partner. Right. Well, we first see him sitting in her office taking calls with his feet on the with desk. his feet on a desk, and which is bold. Bold, I think totally rude. I would never do that to anybody, like no. at work, um, especially if they were my superior. Um, she calls him on it, and he's just kind of like, "Sorry." And then later on, when she calls him on something else, he's just kind of like, he fully is just like, "Yeah, whatever." And she's like, "Dude, I'm your superior," and he's like, "Uh huh." It's he's very he's very rude to her, and um, I don't know. So she eventually gets sort of ousted from this job. She doesn't. They don't fire her. They, yeah. fire they say we're going to give you this other account. It's a is a Ferber dog Ferber. food dog account. Food. Yeah. And you know she's got an ego. She's built up her career, and she you know frequently talks about how she went to Harvard and Yale. She mentions that a lot. Yeah, mentions it a few times. Um, and she's like, you know what? I'm I can't. Go. And I can't take that step by down boss to take some because time off too. Yeah. yeah, my ego can't handle that. Right. To which he says, "You gotta do what you gotta do." Yeah. Which is pretty much okay. Go quit. Yeah. Yeah. Like that's boss for like. Well, if you gotta quit, then. Right. Because this is my. This you. is what I have to do <laughs> to yeah. make up for like your lack of. Like time and energy. Yeah. So she eventually. Ends up buying a house that she was eyeing earlier in the movie, mm-hmm. which is a picturesque home in countryside Vermont. Which she yeah. buys sight unseen. Sight unseen. Yeah. She sees it in a fully in furnished. An ad. Fully furnished. That's yeah. very common. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's interesting because I feel like this is really the story of the movie. 
and I kind of wanted to get there faster. Yeah, that's what I thought. I was like, this is the story. This is what the movie should be. Yeah. Like, they try to cram in a lot of like the whole New York parent vibe. They they do that whole, uh, oh, parents are so competitive with the schools, yes, and they have yeah. to throw that in there to make it just seem overwhelming. Well, yes. well she's yes. going to stay and raise this baby in New York City. Yeah. Then it's going to be She's hard. already off track. Well, right. Moran, she have you, been. Moran, have you enrolled your children in the right in the right, in the right preschools. preschools. Uh, yeah. I mean, I will say people to... were people were feeding me that stuff like as I was pregnant, and yeah. I was like, yeah, whatever, because <laughs> I didn't know where I was gonna live. Like, yeah, you know, yeah, we were yeah. in a one bedroom house. I was like, well, I'm not gonna enroll him in a preschool, and, and then that, we move, then move. Yeah. and then try and bring him back. So mm-hmm. I didn't do that. And are you all, it was it was legitimate, thinking, and now I have UCLA? to have a nanny UCLA, because USC? I couldn't find a daycare oh, that boy. would take them. But uh. Uh, Get him on the fast track okay. to USC. <laughs> yeah, I know. Got that 500 grand in your back pocket. <laughs> Get him on the crew team now. Yeah, <laughs> the crew. Get him team. pictures with the with that rope, that, yeah. uh, those oars. <laughs> so there's a lot of shenanigans of uh, Diane Keaton in this Vermont ho- house. How yeah. much do you think the house costs? I was back in the eighties, like probably like forty thousand dollars. Yeah, in the eighties, in maybe at the higher end because it is Vermont. And it's got a lot of land. Too. Yeah, it has a lot of land. She had it had an orchard. It's something like sixty acres. Is yeah, it sixty? Something yeah, like she that. has a she has a pond and and a dairy cow. acres. Yeah, she has a it whole comes with dairy a cow, cow. <laughs> and uh, one cow. Yeah, and then a bunch of apples apple trees yeah and that i like the pond scene where she drops the oars and oh yeah that's screams right help i didn't even <laughs> think that's po- that's probably part of her property yeah, yeah. yeah i was like oh yeah i was thinking she mentions it at some point to get those oars back maybe the most realistic paddle. uh piece of real estate that's ever been in a nancy myers movie because there are there is a discussion about wells and the upkeep of this 90-year-old yeah, house. And all of the problems and how much it costs when you're in a small town where yes, there where is like one, one contractor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she does mention the house being 200 years old, but I assume she, that that yeah, was that's, her that's being a joke. exaggerated. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> there are 200-year-old houses in Vermont. The United States isn't <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so she's got... Multiple issues with this farmhouse. We've got uh, a hole in the roof the size yeah. of a Volkswagen. I feel like all that snow in there would cause some major damage to the inside. Oh, yeah, of the it's house all in the well. stairway. Yeah. I like how they started out with like the winter outside, and it's like, oh, it's so snowing outside. She yeah. goes get some firewood, but then she comes inside, and there's just and as much snow. Yeah. Yeah, and her half firewood's your, her half firewood's your ruined. Staircases, there's a giant snowbank snow there. Yeah, her firewood's ruined because it's covered in snow. Um, but then, yeah, so all this stuff is piling up. She's talking to the one plumber in town. Mm-hmm. And finally, like, the straw that breaks the camel's back. It all comes well. out in this yeah. moment. Yeah. yeah. Her her well dries up. I have a little bit of that. We'll listen to this little clip right here. Five, five, six thousand dollars, maybe more. Oh, well, that's just fine. That's it. I'm it. I can't make it here, okay? I mean, I am not. I am not Paul Bunyan, all right? I went to Harvard. I graduated at the top of my class for what? To spend my life fixing up this dilapidated shack? Well, you can just forget it because I'm going to get out of here. You see, I need to work. I need people. I need a social life. I need sex. Please, I'm a married man. I'm gonna shrivel up and die here. I mean, how much baby food is the person's 
field making their lifetime. I mean, I am a career woman. I am used to having phone lists and dinner meetings. Do you know what I mean? Uh, no. Not that, that. I have been yucked and noped to death by you guys. I have had it with whiskers and plaid. Look at me. I am going nuts. I used to be cute. I'm not prepared for wells to run dry. I just want to turn on the faucet and have water. I don't want to know where it's coming from. Ah, another 6,000! Now, this is not a performance that uh, nominated her for an Academy Award. She was edged out that year, a very competitive year for Best Actress. It's the year that Cher won. Oh, for Moonstruck? It was between her and Glenn Close and Holly Hunter and Sally Kirkland. And she was just edged out of Best Actress, but I feel like if she was nominated, this would have been the clip that they would have showed. Oh, it would have been the clip, yeah. Because mm-hmm. what else are they going to show? Like her yelling at Sam Shepard for being a vet. Yeah. Which I have oh, problems I with. I want to discuss Sam Shepard with you. Oh, please. Okay, so I'll do it all day. I guess she eventually just passes out in the snow. Well, yeah, she, yeah. she faints. After that, she faints. After yelling about the 5,000. I just, I, I do love, like I can sort of relate... More so with the baby stuff, like when you consider yourself a smart person and like a capable person and then you start to struggle with something that has always seemed very basic to you, like sure. having a child yeah. or like whatever, like, okay, people do this every people day. Do it all the time. Why do I find it so hard? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, why can't I figure this out? And, and you know, she's just, and on top of that, the financial strain, like Should when okay. you get so people many at one babies time. every day. But yeah, just flipping out and fainting. Yeah. So she comes to in Sam Shepard's uh, in his, his office. office. Yeah. And you find out he's a vet. Yeah, she thinks he's, she assumes he's a doctor. Because he, he says, I, yeah. I believe he introduces mm-hmm. yeah. himself as Dr. Cooper. Yeah. He didn't give her like a full disclaimer. No. I'm a vet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they just brought me to you. You yeah. can see like Don't in the panic. background if you were really clever i guess yeah Yeah. there's like uh, x-rays of not a human (laughs) and uh i did not notice that but uh yeah she's she's talking to him as if he's a doctor like i think you know he even sort of entertains it he's like oh so have you been stressed or whatever yeah yeah i i was and she gives a lot of detail yeah i was taken aback when he said he was i didn't get it uh so so they got me but yeah she starts (laughs) going into you know how lonely she is, and I'm how so lonely. Yeah, that was sad. I felt bad when she said she yeah. was lonely. I was like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> um, Sam Shepard. I love in the '80s that Sam Shepard, a Sam Shepard type, could be a leading man in a comedy. Yeah, I feel, I feel like, like he definitely uh, was the first of my interest with like those teeth. <laughs> Yeah, like, he's a very interesting looking yeah, face. Yeah, he, he set me up for like liking sure. messed up he's teeth. He's handsome, but not in a traditional way. Right. Too. Yeah. Right. He's sort of gangly. Yes. Gangly. Yeah, tall and lanky. Very tall and quiet. I yeah. feel like my type is like gyro gear loose <laughs> from DuckTales, but as a man. I can see that. Um, like, I, give remember, me, <laughs> I remember. Oh, man. I remember thinking. Me I remember thinking young Sam, Sam Shepard in Days of Heaven is very, very. Handsome oh yeah. Too. Yeah, for sure. He's handsome everywhere. You know, he's he, very he, uh, even as he aged, he just yeah, kept no, getting totally. better. He's very much of that same type as um, uh, what's his name from Jeremy from, Irons from Stars Born, but with the mustache. Yeah. Who? Bradley Cooper. 
No, no, oh, who plays no, 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 you mean, uh, mustache. You the, mean dad. Uh, the country star. The older um, brother. Chris Christopherson? Oh. oh, no, Sam Elliott. Sam Elliott. Sure. But in, oh, I was but, just talking yeah. about, yeah. that's so funny because uh, uh, I was talking about Sam Shepard the other day uh, being in, in Baby Boom and somebody goes, oh, he's in The Big Lebowski. And I was like, no, no he's not. And I was like, 100%. They're not in, and they, confuse, though. Yeah, yeah, but they were confusing them, whereas I felt like it was completely it's because like type. sam elliott's got that mustache so, so often yeah and it's so like iconic to him and his look mm-hmm. but it's but it's a very particular i feel like like sam shepherd is a very particular look and they both have a very particular way about yeah them. but it is sexy yeah you know who loves you know sam sam uh elliott is my mom oh yeah loves him from mask yeah oh <laughs> your mom does love share <laughs> that's so that cute <laughs> Um, I was yeah. gonna say I was about to say like Sam Elliott only plays cowboys, but yeah, there yeah. You go. And then he was a, Sam a biker. Shepard also, which makes him even uh, more attractive. He's a poet oh, yeah, and poli- a playwright, playwright too. Yeah, he was what's what's that big playwriting oh, yeah. thing? I forget what they're yeah, called. Yeah. But yeah, <laughs> passed away like two years ago. Yeah, R.I.P. Seriously, <laughs> I like that I have in my notes possible arson arson question mark. Because it does hint that she wants to burn down her oh, house. Oh, yeah. yeah she's I like buying that. kerosene. She asks for 12 cans of kerosene yeah. it's when, for a little project. It's when yeah, a little she's, project I'm doing at home. It's when she's in the general store with her um, baby food. Sure. Because, FYI, she's starting to can her okay. own baby food. What do you have to say about the baby food? Did you first? You she's didn't just see, making applesauce. Yeah, it's just applesauce. It's like, Anybody can make applesauce. That's not necessarily baby food yeah. but now, like you did not see she has an apple the orchard. baby food subplot coming at all no no mm. it, it does kind of come out of left the trailer field. they don't give you any hints about this but okay so here's the deal with this movie we are now an hour and a half in and we yeah. just met the love interest mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and we just met the like idea that's going to bring her out of her slump and it's turning into the screwball comedy because at first she doesn't like him and yeah. then you have to. At have first, them they hated each other. Now they love mm-hmm. each other. She's just upset because she told him so much personal yes. information. And if she was attracted to him, but she's she's like told him what she considers all this embarrassing information, and right. she's like, "Oh, great." And she felt like she was misled. Because but I feel like she likes him from the start. Oh, she. I I think she does like him from the start because. There are so many other scenes later on in the movie where she's just like, oh, it's you. Uh, fuck you. You know, and it's just mm-hmm. like, why are you so mad? She's just clearly embarrassed yeah. of all the oversharing she did. It's like there's no reason for yeah. her. He knows I'm hard up for sex. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How dare but he? But it's like she came in passed out. And like when he when she like comes to like with smelling salts or whatever, it's like it's going to be like, I'm a vet. <laughs> like right. straight up immediately to her face. Like, welcome back. You're alive. I'm a vet, by the yeah, way. We don't have a real doctor in this town. Yeah. That's another thing. Maybe the doctor was his nurse is also the mayor, right? So yeah. maybe the doctor is also like works at the gas station or something, mm-hmm. you know. Like, <laughs> and this is like a classic, he was busy doing the survey. And this is a classic yeah, movie small town where everyone knows everyone's business. You know, mm-hmm. old like the the assistant to the vet is the mayor, or and the mayor is the is, mayor. A, is, the, is the nurse yeah. for the large animal. Vet the clerk in the, in the at town. the. Uh, at the little country market is also her babysitter later. I think. Right. And yes. also it feeds into that cliche in movies that um, people from the city don't quite know how to enjoy life more than people from the country. That's like a trope that you see in everything. Yeah. Yeah. Well, 
And they touch on that with the yuppies mm-hmm. that come in and, yes. and like she starts raising the price of her precious applesauce. Yes. It's three fifty. No, five fifty. <laughs> One of the yuppies a jar. played by Chris North. Yeah, North. Mr. Big. Chris I always want to say n- yeah. North. Yeah. You want to talk about Is it pronounced Noth? No idea. Or Noth. I think it's no. Noth. I think people idea. would say Chris Noth. But uh, Mr. Maybe. Big from, from Sex yeah. and the City. <laughs> Not in the city. If um, that was a trivia question, I would never know. Yeah, who would have known? I didn't know it. Well, I would. I like if somebody asked me, "Is it and or, or in? in?" I'd be like, "Oh, mm, that no oh, idea." Sure. It's and, isn't it? I think it's in, but again, if it was a trivia <laughs> I question, think it's and because because the city is the fifth character. <laughs> New York's <laughs> a character too. <laughs> I'm gonna settle this debate. Hold on. Well, but you, yeah, so you yuppies. look that up, and we can we can listen sex to in their and sweaters. The city, all right. Sex there you and go. the city, and there you go. And here's one of fine. Them. <laughs> here's one. Look at this gourmet baby food. I've never seen oh, this before. Fabulous idea. How much are they? Oh, uh, three fifty a jar. Cheap. Oh, well, four fifty. I mean, they're Jeez. five. They're five fifty a jar. Oh, great packaging concept. Really? This is very unique. <laughs> that means the way it's designed. Oh, really? <laughs> I learn something new every day. Oh, Don't really? How are you? Oh, you cute little country baby. We'll take a dozen too. But yeah, that yuppie gives her the namesake. Gourmet baby. Fabulous. Country baby. Great. It's the greatest Christmas present. Uh, it is. Honey, maybe we ought to even get more. We should. We should. There's so many. This, I, I've only seen it once. I didn't catch the first time when she was like, "Oh, I love, I love like the concept and the packaging." And she like tells her like that means like yeah, as if you need to explain that. Yeah, like they're the most '80s looking looking yuppie. So they went but that still happens though, like movie. like that that bit like when you do see somebody who's like come to hike yeah. and they've got like you so know it's gear. just walking outside and they've yeah. got these like ski poles as if they're yeah. you know yeah going brand and they're new, full yeah brand, brand new, new ski we went to REI yesterday yeah. and now we're hiking meanwhile there's kids there's like a like a baby with like a one arm bar yeah in flip flops yeah coming down yeah this is L A man. Yeah, it's like fine. The, some of the kids, Calm some down. of the families that are on these hikes are just like in j- jeans. Man, in Yosemite, I see people doing those like crazy horrible. Not that that's good because yeah, <laughs> the, Yosemite claims many lives right. <laughs> every year. But uh, yeah, they're all going skiing in Vermont for the weekend and they've got, yeah, you know, brand new fleece and like, she makes fun of him for wanting to buy a turtleneck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When are you going to wear a turtleneck? Yeah, but I didn't catch either, like you said just now, that she calls, she, I think, condescendingly calls Elizabeth, you country baby. You cute little country baby. <laughs> and then, yeah, well, that's that what they want to believe. They think it's yes. a novelty that she thinks yeah. it's cute. Yeah, and so this kind of gives, like, JC, not yeah. CJ, yeah. It gives JC her mojo back where she can, like, create yeah. something and market it and, like... And make a dollar off of it. But my question is, how big is this orchard? She does it's she's got sixty five acres. Damn. I don't know wow. how much I think she says sixty five acres, which yeah. is that's a crap ton. And of it's land. just baby food. It's not just like there's a pond and she has a barn with her cow milk yeah. and <laughs> But the thing like I feel like logistically you've got sixty five acres of, you know, apple trees. 
How much can you possibly make? Well, later, like, she has a catalog where she's making other things. Yeah. And it's like, okay, I guess you're just outsourcing that. Artisanal butter from her one cow. Yeah, because our apples, I would imagine, are seasonal. Yeah. You know, so... I mean, she's not like, I don't know, what are some It does seem companies. to take place in, in but one season. Yes. So maybe, she, you know, she's not. Also, we should also yeah. mention that <laughs> it feels like it's been years. How, In the logic of the movie, has it been like two months? This baby I is think, still the same I age. I think that, okay, to build a company that somebody at a company like hers would yeah. be offering take her notice. that package. Yeah. Like, it has to have been at least Six to six months to a year. Yeah, that baby hasn't aged a month. Baby yeah. Elizabeth has not baby aged Elizabeth. today. Yeah, at least they don't have those CG uh, tactics oh, that they man. use now, where to they like put the weird face. On. Yeah, <laughs> like, talking about you know, just don't do it. Baby Red Nesme. I am referring to Baby Red Nesme, which we saw in the theater together. We did guys. see yes, that one indeed. together. <laughs> or no, we didn't. We no, saw yeah, Breaking we Down Part One. We did because I remember I laughed when they named her Red Nesme, and I was like, what? <laughs> Good times. I forgot about that. Yeah. Well, because I mean, you know what? Uh, the one thing that babies don't like to do in a in a six to eighteenth month period is is grow. <laughs> nope. <laughs> yeah, that doesn't happen. One year old. Saying that you you don't see a baby for six months, they look exactly the same. Yeah. Um. So yeah, she. I mean, she eventually makes a big enough business. Boom. Yeah, and it shows her like failing. Yeah. For a minute, mm-hmm. like all montage stuff, of mm-hmm. course, like mm-hmm. going and and getting like stern no's from oh, uh, sure. yeah. shopping mall the, places, mm-hmm. and so eventually she starts uh, hawking it herself in yeah. like uh, parking lots real, real to moms. Grass, she's like, "Look how much my baby loves eating this." Yeah. Um, she's but like, uh, she's remember- like the magic mop lady. Yeah. <laughs> oh, joy. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I remember when I was a kid really thinking that was very charming and cool. What? That you're seeing this woman create this business from the sure. ground Yeah, up. I mean, you guys were saying that, like, she's a bitch at the beginning. But to be honest, like, I always thought this, you know, like, she's got it together. And yeah. you really have to be like that. And you wouldn't call, or maybe you would, like, a, a jerk boss a man who was, like, on top yeah. of it and, like, barking orders somewhat. But, um, you know, I just, I always thought she's just really uh, efficient, I yeah. guess. Yeah. And so well, that, is the that I found, that yeah, I found it like very admirable. I was always like, I want to be a kick-ass business yeah. lady. A business bitch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Whatever cloudy, man. So many 80s movies have just like this really weird idea of like business person. We were, yeah. we were just discussing this with Millie on her mannequin episode of when she was a kid. She wasn't into child things, but she really looked up to women in movies that were successful and were business women. Yeah. That yeah. she wanted you that didn't corner even know. office. She yeah. wanted an apartment. There she was wanted like, a mortgage. Yeah. Like mortgage. the most New York looking office building in my hometown. Mm. I would, we would drive by and I would picture myself like with a briefcase and a suit, (laughs) like getting to work there Mm -hmm. when I was older. Like that to me at the time was like the pinnacle of success. I was like, I'm going to work in there. Yeah. Even though it was probably a medical office. Right. (laughs) I don't know. But it, you know, it had marble (laughs) and it looked cool. Yeah. But. And this character has created this all for herself. But I too. mean, that does speak a lot to, you know, the entire idea of this movie and and in 
the mid eighties and even today, just the idea that people, a lot of people think you, you can't have it all. You can't, you have to choose. I've always had a, like a hard time with that. Like as a woman, but like, um, when they say that, or you like, you can have it all, but really Mm -hmm. you get, everybody has a different idea of what it all is. Mm -hmm. And if you could have, uh, I could be working 80 hours a week and have two kids, but is that, am I going to be happy? Right. No. Like, and I, I don't mean, see how that's going to be having it all. Even before. If it el- sucks. Yeah. Even before Elizabeth, she was working 80 hours a week and just, and yeah. just had her life with Egon in this apartment. But to what, to go home and go to sleep and then go back to work. Yeah. The next and I mean, day? if that's like, what makes her happy and, and like, you know, killing deals yeah. and, uh, but we you know, really... and there is, there is, you know, there's satisfaction in that. Yeah. And we didn't really um, get if you're a certain type of person. Any indication that she was happy too. I mean, she she was very proud of herself. She yeah, was proud and of like herself, but to I have gotten really to where she was. Happy, yeah, because well, he yeah he suggested getting a dog at one point, and yeah. she was just like, no, I don't want a dog. Like hair and like she slobber. couldn't even deal with slobber and all that. She was like, no. I think she was kind of fine with them as like mm-hmm. a couple unit. Well, yeah, you know? and even I'm sorry, but like the sex scene, she's that, like. Yeah. She's like, she really? was she's sort of like cringes yeah. as he was getting on top of her. Yeah. She like puts her arms in and she's like, okay, I guess we're going to do this. Yeah. Now. And then afterwards when he was like, that was incredible. She was just like, yeah. whatever. Yeah. And she, yeah. she sort of rolls her eyes like, really? Yeah. That was, inc- that for you is incredible. Yeah. Or it's just going through the motions. I yeah, guess. for sure. So, I mean. Whereas, you know, when they do eventually mm-hmm. knock the boots, she and, uh, <laughs> Jeff Cooper, the veterinarian. <laughs> we, the Jeff Cooper. We they keep, talk about being up all night. We keep joking about yeah. Jeff Cooper, the veterinarian, because on the back of the baby boom box that Moran yeah, has I brought, my brought home video. is her home video. It has and Shan- and Sam Shepard as Jeff Cooper. Yes, Jeff Cooper. Yeah, but like in the in just the written synopsis of the cast and production information. Like you know who Jeff Cooper is. Yeah. Oh, he's they got him to play Jeff Cooper. Yeah. Oh, okay. oh, Jeff Cooper. Wow, interesting. <laughs> I want to know more about this <laughs> Jeff Cooper. <laughs> we'll get a picture of that for the pod. So, um, when her business so. becomes super successful and th- people want to buy it. Her old, her the old, old job, account, the food old, chain wants to like. They want to carry it. Her. Yes, her yes. old job starts to come knocking at her door, and they give her mm-hmm. a big offer of a lot of money. I mean, it. I'm and taking the, that deal. And, and it's like the day after yeah. <laughs> she's you know locked things down with uh, her yeah. vet. Yeah. But and I'm, I one thing I did take issue with is like she gets there and they have like a stuffed animal for the baby mm-hmm. and they're like, well, why didn't you bring her when, you know, Before, previously yeah. every time they saw the baby or any like sign that she had a baby at home, they were like, Ugh, groans. Yeah. You need to now get rid around. of that baby's yeah. taint and like <laughs> keep it out of the office. Totally. But now, of course, because they want her account. Yeah. Supposedly it's like, oh, where's the little one? The, this deal. Yeah. No, How I know. Much this is a joke. Is this, this is not something that you. Just for <laughs> yeah. applesauce. It's yeah. not like she's Bill Gates. I mean, she like there are references to peas and carrots and other things. Sure. But like, <laughs> but yeah, it's like it's use of, of the company jet, and it seems like they're also hiring her. Yes. Again. Yeah, because they said that she would 
yeah like your working. own office or yeah. like like another and it's like why does she get an office if you're just and buying yeah and she would be on salary products. for like i guess two hundred thousand a year can't she like that. just take the offer and still have it all and still run it that was my thing i was like take the well offer. they're like setting her up for some reason with an apartment in new york and yeah this she and would that. have to move and she gets really excited yeah. you know yeah. she's doing her little like knee tap but she's thing. gonna miss the simple life with sam shepherd though yes yeah i like that moment though because she goes to the bathroom she looks in and she's like i'm back like because she is so excited about this and she knows that it like she probably worked i like also when they say like normally we would have to go through a lot of description but we know that you know everything we're talking about um but yeah she she gets excited but it's only as she's walking back and sort of looking around she's like oh wait a second i don't miss this yeah as much and i I guess that she's keeping her integrity by not taking the offer she likes being a working mom and she can have it both. Well, she's figured out like her formula to do it. And, and she's she's right. Like if you guys can do it, if you guys can put it on shelves, so can I. Like, yeah, I yeah. was yeah. doing this before and I can still do it and I can do it from my office in Vermont. Yeah. She says to them, if, if the food chain can put me in every store, then so yeah, can I. So can I. Yeah. I used to run this bitch yeah she'll so. be up right there next to farber's dog chow yeah <laughs> in every food food chain shelf um i don't know i still think i would take the offer it was <laughs> it was a really it good was offer. a really good offer it, yeah it was like it's a, a lot of joke money. of an offer and like i love it when they're like and use of the company date. yeah yeah it's like do you know for what <laughs> <laughs> yeah just take the offer for like just for the check two years yeah, I was going to say, you could still keep your place without kind yeah, of money. You can you go can there on the, the weekend. Place, fix it up. That's an easy That's an easy plane ride. Make even it in a, the 80s. Make yeah, it a you don't even have to take a plane. Yeah. It's only, oh, no, yeah. My, Vermont, my cousin yeah. has a place in Vermont. She lives in New York City. Yeah. But that's like a two-hour drive? I'd say like between two and three hours. Sure. So, yeah. So, we're wrapping this up. I th- Okay. So, she stays with... <laughs> she, she low... She... Uh, like sort of tones it down for yeah. Sam Shepard and she's like, Oh yeah, it just wasn't that good of an offer. Yeah. He's yeah, like, yeah, oh, yeah. No, yeah. No. She kinda doesn't break break it to break everything. Oh, to and then of course baby Elizabeth says, Mama. Oh yeah. Caps it all off. I wonder if I wonder if um if she would have told him like the full the full offer if if he would have been like, if are Jeff you Cooper stupid? Been like, what the hell? <laughs> what the hell? Why didn't you take it? You go call him I've back. I've been wanting to <laughs> go call him back. <laughs> Get out of this one Get horse out town. Of this town. Right? For years. <laughs> you call them back. I need that company jet. Yeah. <laughs> we could go to Paris. We could go to Rome. I won't have to. I've never used my passport. I won't have to deliver those cow babies anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I won't have to see my horse patients. <laughs> I feel like Jeff Cooper's got a little. He's a little bit more salt of the earth than that. Yeah, <laughs> a lesser man would have. Yeah, would have told marched her right back. <laughs> so she didn't know what she was doing. Puts her in she's the just a woman. Walks sir. her. Into, <laughs> she's just. She doesn't know she's business. She's just a dumb woman. <laughs> There's no way around this negotiation <laughs> table. Oh man, that's what I would have done. <laughs> so what? You pass that up. So what about this movie's? What about this movie made us gay, ladies and gentlemen? <laughs> the, you, you got to see uh, 
feminist icon Diane Keaton being mm-hmm. a boss bitch. Yeah. Oh yeah. And being a businesswoman. I think okay. So I think and this, a softer side. Yes. Having it all in her own way. I think the the thing about this movie is the type of movie that anybody can watch over and over again. You, Moran, watch it over and over again for uh, just because it is watchable. It's super mm-hmm. watchable. Um, it's a. It had all of. Uh, <laughs> well, maybe not every kid uh, dreamt of wanting to work in a marble tiled office building. <laughs> yeah. It had that aspect for you. For I think for 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 Scott, it had just Diane Keaton Diane being a Keaton. boss man, right? Yeah. Like, I mean, her outfits too. Her outfits always. are great. great. Those she does things with sweaters. Those belts that like you sweaters. would never have thought. Yeah. Like, I didn't know I could wear a sweater that is like Beautiful 10 times too big for me. <laughs> I love the turtleneck Why that she's not? wearing when she's in the library looking yes. up guppies. Oh, but she's yeah. got a Beautiful scarf on too. Neck. Yep. Yeah. Oh. And I think just the appeal of Diane Keaton and why gay men love her is that there's something about an actress, an aging actress that gay men just love. That she's they, doing that a good job of let it. go. Yeah. And even now like... I mean, she just made book club and palms. Yeah, what's that one? There's one that she's up uh, and coming with Brendan Gleeson. That looks good. She plays a widow. And that's it's not a, it's a British movie. movie. Oh, okay. No, it's it's a, I don't know, but it looks good. Well, I mean, the cheerleading movie. I forgot about that one. <laughs> and, and obviously, we should talk about First Wives Club too. Oh my gosh, that's beloved by gay men. Oh, First Wives Club is excellent. Everyone. I know, I know. For some of those, just beloved by Autumn uh, loves by, that movie. Yeah, America. Yeah. I think that we're gonna have Autumn. Elizabeth on. Berkeley is in it. I think we're gonna have is, Autumn yeah. on for that movie. Actually, God, we were just talking about fun. that. She loves it. We'll do our little. That's like her go-to pick me up. I love it. That's great. That's cool. <laughs> so we'll we will be discussing first. And wives that movie Club has uh, first wives club is like the movies that made us gay like explosion. Yeah, it's got Diane Keaton, Goldie Sarah Hawn, Jessica Parker, and Bette Midler. They're like the Avengers. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We've already had two Diane Goldie Hawn movies. That'll be a second gold, uh, second Diane Keaton movie. We're gonna have like we're gonna have many multiple Bette Midler, Bette Midler movies. movies coming on. I mean, yeah. I think there's just something about a woman in charge that when you're a gay boy watching movies, that you just are like, okay, it's super empowering. All right. Yeah, she knows what the hell's up and is able to command a room and like. Yeah, argue. Yeah, with like straight men, like all of that. It's just, yeah, there's just a lot to be said for all of that. And there are really good performances in this movie. I was worried for that baby. I was worried they were going <laughs> to dislocate her arms. I was worried that baby Elizabeth. They did that thing that they did in Willow, where they got really good reaction shots from the baby. Oh and yeah, they cut them in. Mm-hmm. They edited these reaction shots in at the right time so that the baby would look like she was, yeah. you know, reacting to what's going on in the scene. That must be a fun job, like just doing yeah. things to try and confuse a baby yeah, or yeah, surprise yeah. a baby mm-hmm. to get some crazy reactions. And mm-hmm. they d- and. Especially anytime Diane Keaton would hand the baby off to anybody, she would immediately cry. Mm-hmm. They did this thing where they set this thing up in, in at the very beginning of the movie where she would be calm around CJC. JCJ. Um, JC Chazé. JP Morgan. J- <laughs> Chase. PJ Souls. Um, 
Yeah, they 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 made it so that she was calm around her, that she would that she wouldn't cry around around Diane Keaton, and um, it's very charming. And I did come around. I did think that she was kind of like a little too overbearing at the beginning. I don't quite remember her her. as a kid being that salty when you're introduced to her. Yeah. But, you know. Yeah, I mean. They just had had to illustrate with broad strokes the kind of, Mm -hmm. you know, um, uh, empowered person that she that she is. Yeah. And I mean, like, that's that's nice like going in and like she hands all her stuff to her assistant they know mm-hmm. exactly what to do with it she knows what's happening you know yeah thre- like she's got it all yeah planned out for the day and demands things so that she can get to work she's not she's quite not doing Miranda Priestly level oh, where yeah. everybody's like hates her or is afraid of her she's right. not the dragon lady right she's right. the, she's tiger, the lady. tiger lady yeah. did you guys get that <laughs> yeah so our guest is rudely fallen asleep on us yes Augie has is taking a little you know we just watched it so Uh, he's like oh he's over it talking about this movie yeah i just saw that movie yeah well i mean we've got a lot of toys in our place but no toys that any like baby would care to play we've got like he doesn't like toys my kids don't like what they're supposed to like really yeah what kind of stuff do they like to play They're with? Babies they like to play with like boxes. Like <laughs> what does Isaac like to play with? He's teething, and he and he like I'll get him that like giraffe that all the other babies oh, have. Yeah. Doesn't want it. Oh. Doesn't want it. He wants a like to chew on a blanket or just my hands sure. or his hands. Um, he's thinking outside the box, man. You don't want him to like yeah. run with the herd. I babysat. Man. I try I and put like wood the her. wooden teethers in there. Uh, I babysat Moran's firstborn last year and it was an interesting experience he went to go really see tough. the incredibles with john yeah and thank he you was for that. he was good for about an hour and a half and then he just clicked and he was over it <laughs> and then he was just crying because you, you didn't have me there because i am the baby yeah whisperer my parents had five kids and like my mom backed out of my delivery room because he was like screaming so much oh my God. and she like later she was like i i've never None of mine screamed like None that. Wow. You like, or your four brothers and sisters. Oh, my God. Yeah. So that made me feel good. Wow. <laughs> First. <laughs> wow. Well, thanks for bringing well, yeah, the baby. Oh, yeah. up. Thank you for so much Thank for coming. For this was fun. Me. First was baby different. on the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> First I'll get podcast him a plaque. for baby. Yo, please do. And bring... We, I mean, we'll take the cats over next time. Oh. <laughs> our cats yeah. were very interested in them. It's the first time that our cats have ever seen a little person before. The smells must be yes. overpowering. Smells mm-hmm. like a baby. Yeah. <laughs> he had a bath today. So. All right. Well, baby. we better wrap this up so Pete can hold that baby. Yeah. I know. I need. Well, he's asleep. I'm not going to be able to hold the That's baby. That's true. But thanks for coming. Thank, Thank you, you so for much coming. for coming. You were an amazing guest. You were an amazing guest. Um, thank you, Diane Keaton. Yeah, thank you, Diane Keaton, for making this movie. Thanks to uh, Nancy thank you, Myers. Nancy Myers for writing it. <laughs> for writing it. But boys and girls, uh, as always, you can find us on social media, on Instagram and Facebook. We are at Movies That Made Us Gay. We are on iTunes, Stitcher. Uh, we're also on Spotify. But you know what you should do? Uh, we would really, really love it if you would rate and review us. Give us five stars. Give us five Write a little review. Stars. Tell us what you liked about it. Yeah. And um, if you have any questions, you can reach out to us on Instagram or Facebook or 
movies that made us gay at gmail.com. But feel free to reach out on Insta. We're on that all the time. Thanks for listening, everybody. We'll be back next week. Bye.